the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stone, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome. You are listening to Racer Radio FM 96.1. AM 1178. The answer. Happy Easter to all yeah. you gearheads out there and all you motorsport fans. And and especially, Brittany, you look like an Easter egg. I did kind of dress in those colors. You did kind of go Easter eggish on us. Yeah. And you have a very, very special guest with us today. Yeah. But we'll talk about him first. Let's pay some bills. Hey, folks, if you got a little grocery store, liquor store, maybe you're having trouble with a cashier. You know, labor costs are getting totally ridiculous. They're still not high enough to buy an electric car, but I digress. <laughs> uh, but if you're having trouble keeping your cashiers, especially if you have a little, like a liquor store, grocery store, well, go with the big dogs. Go go with the same guys like Walmart, Home Depot, Costco, self-checkout. Some people like it. Some people don't. But it's the only way to fly. So my recommendation would be to... Give these guys a call at 1-800-540-2149. Have Jeff and Mark come out, take a look at your facility, and if it fits, you're not going to spend any more than you would if you bought a cashier. That's right. Jeff and Mark will give you over 150 years' experience with the crew they have. Seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day. 800-540-2149. How can you beat it? And we really want to shout out Black Forest Motorsports. If you have a Porsche, BMW, Mini Cooper, uh, or uh, Porsche, BMW, and Mini Cooper. Yeah. They are a service center. They've been doing it for over 40 years. It's a good dealer alternative. If you want to go racing, uh, that's a possibility, too, because they have won more races, Enduros, and autocrosses than you can shake a stick at. So check them out at blackforestmotorsports.com, Black Forest, actually blackforest.com, blackforest.com. Mr. Larson, how are you today, sir? Well, thank you. I'm fine. I've got some... Pull, pull that microphone just a little bit closer to you. Pull the whole thing. Just... Like okay. That. There well, you go. Now you can relax and kick back and enjoy. Yeah. There we go. Well, I'm fine. I got some eggs this morning, so I'm... Got the got the eastern <laughs> got the Easter egg of. system out of your system. Yeah, exactly. How about you? Did you get any eggs? I went out to Descanso Town Hall and had some breakfast, but no Easter egg hunt for me. No Easter egg hunt for you. No, yeah, okay. that's okay. Yeah, I got Laura. We got a living legend with yes, us. Yes, we do. I actually drove by. Okay, I'm going to tell you the secret, Lars. So, um, I didn't get to do my usual introduction oh, for sorry. the listeners. Go for it. Um, just to put into perspective of 
you truly are a living legend. And uh, and I'm hoping by the end of this hour that I know that the motorcycle enthusiasts understand that Lars Larson is the man. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we have listeners that are you know, have grown up and really live in the car. Mm-hmm world and so maybe by the end of this hour they can um, have a true understanding of this living legend a pioneer in motocross you can find him in the ama hall of fame he's in many museums his gear motorcycle replicas in museums accolades go on and on my favorite my two favorites i had to narrow it down to the list of many accolades Mm -hmm. that he has raced in seven different decades <laughs> and in 17 i believe 6 day races yeah and i and i hope that today we can maybe have a greater understanding of what a 6 day event is because um in the next coming months we're going to have two more people that are in that world as well yeah. and he still races yeah at the tender age of going on 82 yeah yeah so if you're out there and you're saying, oh, I sure would like to race. Yeah, I'm too old. But I'm too old. I don't think I could make it. Uh, yes, you can. Yeah. Just yes, keep picking can. weeds and it'll keep you exactly. young because that's what Lars and I so, were doing yesterday. So, Lars, <laughs> let me ask you this. I mean, do you have an exercise program? <laughs> I mean, do question. you work out for like 12 hours a day so that you can race at the age of 81? Seven days a week. You do work out? No, I'm lying. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> well, picking weed uh, yesterday. I, I, uh, yeah, that wasn't his idea. I, I use uh, old conditions, so to speak. Uh-huh. But you do have a, you do have a, 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 a program that you go through pretty much every day, every other day. No, I don't. No. Not anymore. Because if you did it once, you wouldn't be able to do it the next day. Exactly. Do you walk the neighborhood? I I used to, but my knees are kind of oh, bad, okay. so uh, okay. I I. Uh, but you still I, race. I keep yeah, I... doing excuses for not mm-hmm. uh, oh, training or anything. Lars. But you still race. Yeah, we do. You still I win. Do. He's a factory nah, rider. I don't win anymore. You don't win anymore. No, nah, because you know. Yeah, you I... got to throw your body to the wind if no, you're going to win. No, but I, the, my competition are fifteen, twenty years younger, so. You know, I let them go, and I ride my pace, and that's So you fine. just ride to have fun. Yeah. Okay, let, okay, don't be too humble. Don't you have four vet championships? Well, no, I have this... I have five. Oh, sorry, okay, great, <laughs> even better. The teacher my has point. been schooled. Um, oh, I missed one. I thought you got one in the 60s when you were 62. Okay. So you're not 70. winning every race, right, but like... you're slipping a few championships in there. Yeah, I, I the last one was in uh, November last year in the eighty class. Oh, yeah. I think my it's my. Oh, they one. have an eighty class. Yeah. How many in there? Well, there wasn't any. There was nine people, but I only saw one. I don't know whether they they were so far behind or oh, if they didn't. I I don't know. They're still they out there racing, they were, right, Lars? They, oh, they were. Gosh. Yeah. So where do you live? Here in San Diego since uh, 1967. I came here in September. And got the... got hooked. He lives four we miles need, from me. We need to put him on KUSI. I, well, in six months, we can do that. We can do that in six yes, months? But, um, yeah, I'm surprised you haven't. Because his titanium replica is gone, right? I got to see it just before it got shipped off to somewhere. 
Yeah, that's uh, it. It's gone. Did you sell it or the, go to an uh, museum? It, no, it, to a museum in uh, St. Louis. Okay, but at least you didn't sell it. No, you don't. You can't sell, sell them. Yeah. It's easier to sell your family. Yeah. Ouch! <laughs> he has a wonderful wife and Ask children. Asking. Ouch! <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, well, it's just like my wife. I have a very rare '82 Toyota Supra. Belongs to her. Looks brand new. So I was going to donate it to the Toyota Museum until I heard this sniffling in the background. Oh, Michelle. And I looked over, and she's crying. And I go, what? I don't want to sell. I go, I'm not selling it. I'm going <laughs> to give it to the museum. <laughs> so that she did that because I'm not making any money on it. You're just going to give That's it away? Like, ow, double whammy. I know. So I stopped that. So I don't do that anymore. No, it was nice. The week before he was shipping it off, he contacted me and said you want to come yeah, see this come, thing? yeah i said i'm bringing my dad and did he let you ride it oh no no there was not doing that he pointed out everything i though. bet it's it was, rideable though. it was awesome does it fire up of course no it. i never started it oh after you finished it yeah because oh. the fact that today's gasoline you know they if you get gasoline into the carburetor yeah, and everything it just, it's just gonna and it's gonna just sit there yeah, yeah. So, and and uh my intention was that hopefully it would get into a museum. Right. And and uh, why St. Louis? Oh, uh, long story short, uh, the uh, second or third home away from home. I came here in '67 right. to the United States. Yeah. Planned and on just one year, by the way. Of course. The the family Munganest, uh, Dave Munganest, was a six days rider. Yeah, I know. Uh, and. Uh, they uh, they took me in several times. I stayed with them, mm-hmm. so, and I had stayed with uh, Mr. Penton back in Cleveland wow. and Leroy Winters back in Arkansas. Those were the three places, places that I kind of felt, you know, hey, okay. this is a this is a home away from home mm-hmm. uh, because I was I long was way just from uh, home. yeah I was long ways from home and I didn't speak the language. Really? I still don't, but anyway, I no. You do very yes. well. The uh, <laughs> but back then it was cackle, cackle, cackle all day long, and jeez, yeah, that's crazy. All right, let's take a break. Is uh, anybody from Barona calling in? Neither of them said they were. Just to remind them that anybody on the line. Weekend. All right, cool. We'll come back more with Mister Lars, the old Swede, the old Mr. Swede, right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. As a former congressman and the ranking member on the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. The Answer San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pictures of cats from your smartphone. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. Download our free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. Try, 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 let it ride. Try, try, 
Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Segment's brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody, treats you better than El Cajon Ford. 1595 East Main Street. In fact, they did a nice thing. They brought the used car department from Santee over to the dealership, so everything is right there. One-stop shop, plus the service department will work on any and everybody's vehicles. It is just truly a family operation. You need to go down, take a look. Inventory is rocking. They got Broncos. They've got Lightnings. They've got Mustangs. They have got it all. In fact, they've got a serious 1,000-horsepower Mustang sitting on the showroom floor. Wow, what? Yeah, I thought oh, you'd like that. That caught my ear. Mm-hmm. So take a run over. Phone number super easy, 866-937-1607. Got Lars Larson in the house and the teach. Yes. Who's going to take the reins from you, if you don't mind? I'm gone. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm done. I just, because it's the Verona segment, I just wanted to give a shout out. It looks like we are going to have practice on Friday I coming up. I knew you were going to say it. On uh, Friday? There, yeah, although there's a dabble. I've heard Mark Mathis said rain on Thursday I and know. then no rain and then rain and then back to no rain. Uh, but as of now, practice on Friday and then on Saturday, April 15th, the Greg Smith Memorial. They're running IMCA Modified, IMCA Sport Mods, IMCA Sport Compacts, IMCA Stock Cars and Street Stocks, the Pony Stocks, Pure Stocks, Mini Dwarfs, and Junior Sprints. David... We just happen to not. That's one of the few we're not on. So opening day is still not there for me. What do you mean? Yeah, dwarfs aren't running this. Because they, they had us on the first one. Oh, they're not they running on the 15th? Out. Yeah. But um, practice, so I'm probably going to head to practice. That'll be good. It's well, you got to Yeah, you got to get out there and yeah. Yeah, stretch yeah, yeah, your yeah. legs. So um, Verona should be running let's, the new opening day. Yeah, let's hope. And uh, a reminder, Greg Smith Memorial. So Do you see how green there. that track yeah. is? Yeah. Uh, I think they posted a, they the, t- last year, this time last year, yeah, photo against a current photo. I'm thinking, yeah. whoa, that looks like a resort. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's so green. Nice. And they were out working again yesterday, I think. They have to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not that they're behind. It's just a mother well, nature. It's hard to keep up Mother on nature it. got ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Lars and I were picking weed yesterday. Because oh, did you got the track? Pardon? No, 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 no. At our own homes. He has a rose garden with a Husqvarna that's just, it's like simulating a crash and it falling apart. Uh, he calls it his rose garden. So he was clearing that out and I okay, was clearing I got, I got a rose uh, suggestion for you. Next time you get a chance, go buy a, a repair shop that does breaks and take a coffee can oh, yeah. and ask them if they will give you the remnants of when you turn a rotor and you cut the rotors that iron goes into that tub then they have to find out some way to biodegradably get rid of it get a can of it and then about once a month just put a tablespoon at the base of your roses because they love iron love iron have you ever heard that before so uh, listeners lars is just staring at him trust me it'll (laughs) your roses and what's your favorite rose well I think you misunderstood the young lady here by my side. Yeah. Oh, the roses. The rose, my rose garden. That's it's what the a, is. It's a Husqvarna that is. Oh. It dug into the dirt. So there's no roses. No, no. no. That's there's, how he tricked me jumps. out to his rose garden when I first met him and I oh. went to his house. See, I got all went, excited yeah, about so roses. So did I. He's like, you want to see my rose garden? And he takes me out and it's a Husqvarna that's Stuffed falling. Stuffed in the dirt. Yeah, it's like he crashed. Do you even have gear out there? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I thought so. I yeah. built two jumps, and in the second jump, it the the bike sunk. is dr drilled into yeah. the ground, and further out, you see my boots and pants sticking out yeah. of the ground. So that's th my roots. So we have a yeah. comedian. Yeah. In the oh house. yeah. Oh yeah. He definitely. When I asked um, if he wanted me to pick him up today for the interview. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if I ever turned down a woman in a Mustang, that's I must right. be dead. Yes, he's got some humor. <laughs> Uh, I wanted also for our listeners to know we we were kept talking about this car or this motorcycle, this replica, museums, etc. It's the fame or infamous uh, titanium, and it was ridden only for a year, right, nineteen seventy one, and then it was outlawed. It was it too was fast. It was only ridden for two summer months, oh. and then it was outlawed. What did the outlaw it for? Watch out, he's Politics, still bitter about this. In my opinion, <laughs> yeah, which let let's yeah. not get into that part, but they said. <laughs> Uh, it's too expensive. It's too brittle. Titanium is too brittle. People don't know how to work on titanium. All kinds of excuses. And my first thing was, you know, don't tell me about the cost of it because of the fact that what about the guy that comes in a big motorhome with his bike and he has a new tire put on by a mechanic every time he rolls up to the... So don't don't Money's give me that. Spent. And he has a crew yeah. of 37. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of you and maybe three guys. Yeah, I will try by myself. Well, <laughs> I was yeah. trying to be polite. Yeah. yeah. But no, you're absolutely right. Now, but see, you know, in their world, it's the unfair advantage. Yeah. I think they, they couldn't nail it. They couldn't say what was unfair, but didn't you win four of the six races? So yeah, something yeah, had yeah. to be. That yeah. might have had yeah. something to do so with it. So I yeah. think that, yes. And, yeah. and was that your idea? It was a titanium frame, right? That yeah. Uh, there was a guy that was in the titanium business working up in Los Angeles that had heard about us through some motorcycle Who's dealers. Who's us that you're talking about? Husqvarna or Lars Larson? Probably both. Uh, yeah. Torsten okay. Harman Racing, oh, okay. which okay. were okay. a company. So they came down and visited, and, and uh, you know, they said, hey, why why don't you make a motorcycle frame? and stuff out of titanium. And I said, yeah, why not? Uh, and I think you have the titanium. Yeah, so so we went, uh, there it is. I brought a big picture of it. Yeah, oh, for my us. God. <laughs> That's, that is from Unadilla, upstate New York. And you know what's funny? If you didn't know motorcycles, it just looks like a motorcycle. Yeah. And I think that was probably the other problem. Yeah. Why is that guy going by so fast? Why is he going by so fast? Yeah, it must be unfair. Yeah. 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 And did you dispel the rumor of it being brittle? Yeah, I mean, but it was like talking to a wall. Well, yeah. <laughs> that they, and, and, you know, you couldn't have bolts and nuts in with the titanium and handlebars in titanium and on and on and on and yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And today, there is a lot of titanium. Funny thing, uh, huh? I know. So it just slowed down exactly. that evolution of it or well, innovation. They couldn't stop it because yeah. racing is racing is racing. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. peanut butter made you go faster, you're going to use peanut butter. Yeah. Right? So are, are you are you credited for for that no. kind of evolution or not? Probably be uh, probably in the back it, room. It's, it's, the bike is famous. Yeah, the bike's very famous. So well, there's the real me, one. Excuse me. If I ride it it's <laughs> and you ride it, I doubt it's it 
it's you or me. It's not the bike. The bike is a tool. How well can you work the tool? Yeah. Well, he he that's, made it famous. Yeah, that, that's true. Um, and and so there's the real one. There, like the one in this picture is the, a whole, This is the real one. Yes, and and did that survive? It's somewhere. It's it's in a big. Uh, they're building a huge museum back in Chicago. The the international motocross museum of the world or something and they have they have uh, they have a, a, a fantastic selection of motorcycles mm. they have uh, Roger de Costa's mm-hmm. uh, winning world championship uh, bike there mm-hmm. and Joel mm-hmm. Robert bikes and blah 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 and they have this bike there is it going to be there forever or, or is it just I, on loan? I I certainly hope it will be there. But I mean, is it on loan or is it there? It's oh, theirs. It's, it's theirs. Because you haven't been to the San Diego Automotive oh. Museum, have you? Yes, and the bike has been there. Oh. It, it was there for two some years wow. up in Balboa Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh-huh. The bike has been there. It was uh, first. Uh, it was at the Hall of Fame Museum right. in Ohio. With the AMA, gotcha. And they were there for like three years, and then they, I got it back out here, and they wanted it. So it was like two, two and a half years up in, in uh, Balboa Park at the museum. Yeah. Well, we've got a new curator there that is just, he's really looking for everything he can, San Diego wise. I know you're not from San Diego, but you consider San Diego home. Yeah. No, that's. And so then you and look at the difference between that bike and today's bikes. Well, I'm wondering how many inches of travel. Well, wheel right. travel there. How, mu- how much? <laughs> but yeah, shock travel or wheel travel did you have on that bike? Would you say three, four inches? Yeah. Maybe. And what do we got today? Twenty, twenty-one. Uh, 12, 14. Oh, only wow. twelve, fourteen. Yeah, yeah. But that's Still, a big difference. That's huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I can't believe because you have raced for. A span of seven decades, you've literally seen the evolution of motocross. Do you? Yeah, I, as a matter of fact, I was watching the uh, oh yeah uh, the the Supercross yesterday, mm-hmm. and and I'm sitting there with a glass of red um, grapefruit juice. Nice adult grapefruit juice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and uh, looking at it and and kind of shaking your head, shaking my head, <laughs> and and. You know, you make, you look back. I mean, you don't have to look further back than 71. Right. And and then you go back further and further back, and you see pictures and stuff from the old stuff. Nowadays, it's unbelievable. What My that? God, where do you get all these <laughs> things I, I from? I did research, Lars, and I might have uh, brought a pen. This this is, uh, this is from... Uh, Let me see that one. A, Place in Germany in 1960. Oh, we went back a decade. 65, 66, or if it's early 67 before I came here. Yeah, that's. I love that. Is that the one? He's so stretched out. Yeah, (laughs) Lars is so stretched out on this. Yeah, I mean his butt is off the seat and it's over the taillight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you rode Husqvarna pretty much your whole career. Uh, once, yes, over there. But yeah. once I came here, I, I, you know, I had a contract with Mako. Yeah, I had okay. a contract for six days, one year with uh, Kawasaki. Okay. And my involvement in KTM or Penton, as they 
it was called the first few years. Uh-huh. I wrote a lot of Penton and KTMs. Yeah, yeah. That's somebody I want to have on. Um, we just talked yesterday, the KTM manager for the six-day uh-huh. um, auntie. He's going to be coming in, which is why I, maybe before the end of the hour, we can have a greater appreciation of what is this six. I mean, it's literally six days grueling, and you sign up for it on purpose. Yeah. Over and if over and enough, over yeah. and over enough, and yeah. over yeah. seventeen times. Is this worse times. than the Romaniac? It's a lot like it, right? The Romaniacs. Yeah, but that is an extreme. Uh, uh, they turned that into some kind of a torture uh, chamber, cir- cir- okay. circuit gymnastic. Uh, yeah. This is interesting to hear Lars say this. Uh, oh, like, oh, that's extreme. Oh, okay. Yeah. You put that in perspective for me right now, uh, the yeah. Romaniacs. Well, I, I wouldn't even try to ride that track, you know, even if if I had all day to, to do it. Well, and plus you got to be able to lift the bike. Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. yeah. So your six days, was it a different course each day? I, I honestly uh, don't know. In the old days, uh, and it at, as it got further and further closer to our time, so to speak, the last race, I, the last six days was in 1992-ish or three-ish or something that I rode. But from the first one in 1965 was my first six days uh, to there, it, it gradually changed because of the the green people, you know. Ah. Air quotes with this We got into this kind yeah, of things, yeah, and it's yeah. got... Uh, but in the beginning, it was basically every day Hard. was a new track. Hard. Okay. Yeah. And it was in a different country each year, correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We got a special guest from Paris Auto Speedway on the line. I think he just won last night. And he just won last night. Tommy Dunkel in a sprint car. So, folks, this is the one time... You'll hear an interview, and he'll be smiling from ear to ear. And you'll be able to hear it (laughs) right here on Razor Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1178. The answer. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Razor Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1178. The answer. This is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. I'm telling you, the series is getting up and getting cranking. In fact, we have Tommy Dunkel. Tommy Dunkel was racing last night at Paris Auto Speedway in a sprint car. And congratulations for winning last night. You must be stoked. Yeah, thanks, guys. No, um, He's smiling. Yeah, stoked would be, be an understatement for sure. Wow. How long have you been racing? You know, I've been racing off and on since I was a kid. Um, you know, five, six years old, started in go-karts and yep. moved into many sprints and uh, did some stock car stuff and then um, kind of took a break. You know, it was time to grow up and you know, parents <laughs> no, kinda, it's parents out of money. And, oh. Yeah, right. Don't do it. It's a trap. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's a trap. No doubt about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then just kind of um, – you know, business took over, and that was mm-hmm. kind of first and foremost for several years, and and still is to this day. But um, you know, now we're just in a little bit different position, and we can uh, we can go racing. Nice, That's fantastic. So, uh, was it one of those where you look up and you realize, <laughs> holy moly, I'm in first place? <laughs> 
Yeah, it was kind of, um, it was a bit surreal to say the least, but um, I started on the pole, so I mean, I was I had a good spot to be oh, nice. with. Okay. Um, oh, it was more like on, on, on lap five, 10, 15, it was like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm still, still out still, yeah, I got, exactly. I got, a, I got a shot at this deal, so wow. um, yeah. Is that when the yeah, stop was, breathing kicked cool. in? Yeah, did you breathe? That's the hardest part I no, found. You know, we finally got a caution. Uh, I say finally, but it was like, I don't know, lap 12 or 13 <laughs> or something. And, uh, yeah, I had to tell myself, all right, dude, you got to breathe, man. You can't, you know. And isn't that <laughs> funny? Anybody you talk to that either gets in first place or top five, I'll give a top five. Did you forget to breathe? You get so amped up trying to win this silly thing. That you forget to breathe. I think I've told myself, stay focused, stay yeah. focused, yeah. stop thinking about them. Well, oh, that's part of it. Yeah. yeah, that's part of it. So, is yeah, that a four ten? Uh, was that a four ten or a three sixty? Uh, no, that was one of our three sixties. Okay, all right, good. Wing or yeah. non wing? Non wing. Okay. Have you driven yeah. a wing? Um, just mini sprints. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was when I was a kid with the motorcycle engines, but gotcha. Um, far as the big, as far as the big cars go, just non wing stuff. That gets your attention, huh? Yeah. No, these things are all business. No <laughs> doubt about it. They're you, animals, dude. They are animals. You didn't happen to have yeah. Brody Roa chasing you, did you, last night? That's intimidating. Uh, I didn't. Um, <sighs> I was fortunate enough to have him chasing me a couple weeks back at Imperial. Um, <sighs> so, yeah, that was definitely, uh, you know, but if you're going to get beat, yeah, hopefully it's oh, by uh, your right. own car, your own driver. <laughs> your so. own car, yeah. <laughs> That's, that's the only uh, icing on the cake in that situation. Hey, now that I got, I know this is Paris Auto Speedway, but we have not had a chance to get out to Imperial. And I know they're just, what, this is their first season, I think, that they're really starting to take off. How was, how was that experience? Is the track what you were hoping it to be? And have they really put forth you know, a solid effort? Yeah, you know, we, we went and ran there um, October of last year okay. for their first their first deal. And, um, you know, it was pretty good. You know, obviously the first time with anything, there's some bugs to work sure, out. But, sure. Um, overall it was, you, you, I mean, those guys are just giving it 110% to give us the best racetrack and the best pits and, you know, um, they're doing everything they could. Um, it was, I mean, it was quite a bit better when we went back there. I think it was in March this year. Um, so yeah, they're constantly improving it and, I hear they're I hear they're going to put a front straightaway wall in and a fence in and stuff. So um, for the next for the next race and just continue to make it better. So, wow. um, but yeah, that place is pretty fun. Okay, so you won last night. Are you running the whole uh, series at Paris this year? No. Um, so I'm not. I'm not going to drive. I'm going to hit a. I'm kind of running like a real scattered schedule. Just kind of gotcha. really depends on work and. Um, our main focus this year is definitely with um, Brody Roa and, you know, chasing the championship. So that, that's really where a lot of our efforts are going. Uh-huh. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm just going to kind of get in where I fit in and, and uh, run the races that make sense to me and yeah. um, just continue to get seat time. I'm, I mean, I haven't been in these things a ton. So, um, you know, I'm just all about logging good laps right now. Logging good laps. What that's would that idea. racetrack do? You tell me, without inland rigging. Oh, Paris? Who do oh, they dude. not sponsor? I mean, yeah. those guys, I mean, Rayborn, 
the Young Guns. They sponsored him. They're sponsoring him. I mean, I'd like to get those guys on radio. I'm serious because they really, really step up for the for the young drivers out there. And by the way, your kid looks yeah. great. By the She's way. adorable. Oh, thanks. Well, um, you, I'd say you do have inland rigging on the radio. <laughs> inland yeah. rigging is right. Me. Yeah, oh, thank yeah. He uh, looks like that's your main um, sponsor. Yeah, yeah. No, that's um, that's that's what funds all of this. I mean, we have definitely a lot of um, help from other people too. Sure. Um, Sanders, ALR Virtual Services, Osborne. Dunkel Farms, HBC Construction, all those guys help out, you know, as much as they can. And right. um, so, yeah, no, but inland rigging is pretty much uh, kind of what's making our world go around right now with this deal. So, okay, I have to ask, yeah. where's your food sponsor? My what? <laughs> food. You got to eat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my my wife. I guess ah. yeah, she keeps the, the, some food in the pits. And okay. Brett Rowe too. Brett's pretty good. Brody's dad, he, yeah. uh, those guys always have snacks. And Well, I always, because I, cool. I, every time I talk to a young or old driver, first thing I ask him is, well, do you got a food sponsor? And every one of them says, <laughs> no, but I sure wish yep. I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nick Novak, yeah, he no. has beer and pizza. Yeah, well, but <laughs> yeah, but he can't win. He's, he's too big. <laughs> oh, stop. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it's no, a good I, situation. I, maybe, I should focus, maybe I should focus on that. <laughs> or at least give it a shot. What do you got to lose, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're the only one in the family that races, or did you come from a family of racers? Um, yeah, there's been a few. Um, I had some uncles that raced spec trucks back in the 90s. Oh. Um, late in the, and um, they gave me opportunity. I ran a few road course races with those guys. And um, and then my, uh, actually oh. my dad had a, a stock car that he built for um, – he had a stock car he built to go run Paris, and I was like 13, and we just left the muffler shop. He just had mufflers welded on it, and we're at the gas station getting some drinks, and we're just headed home. It's in the middle of the week. Yeah. Some guy comes up and he goes, "Hey, would you want to trade a a, a lightning sprint for that? Oh. I want to get I want to get into stock cars." And so I was getting out of go karts, and so my dad traded his stock car. He never got to drive it or anything. Oh. He traded. We, we followed the guy home, and we traded the stock car for the mini sprint. And now here we are, all these years later, racing sprint cars still. And by the way, I just got a text from Scott Delosio. Oh yes, you own inland yeah, rigging. That's what he said. He kind of <laughs> yeah. said that you have them on. <laughs> oh, I didn't even put oh. two and two. <laughs> hey, well, hats off to you for helping out these young kids. You know, come up Thank through the you. ranks because, man, I don't even know what you do. You must drive a crane, but I don't care. As long as you're helping the young <laughs> kids out, that is absolutely awesome. Yeah, no, thanks. You no, know, it's um, you know, I was always uh, I was always that kid that was wished for you know that kind of deal or wished for a ride yeah. or just some help. You know, just get to the track, a tire here or there, and so um. You know, pretty blessed that I'm in a position to be able to do yeah. that for some of these guys that that could use a hand, and um, you know, even the guys that don't necessarily need just yeah. a hand to get to the racetrack, but just just to be able to be involved with good teams and good people, and right. um, that was that's that's mainly that's the big reason why I got involved with Brody. I mean, I've been working with him on a, on a much smaller scale for a handful of years, and um, when this opportunity came up that we that we've got going on now it was it was it was a no-brainer i mean it yeah. was a pretty big deal as you can imagine so i mean it took a little bit of thought but 
I, 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 um, I don't know many more people I would have uh, dove in this head first with other mm-hmm. than those guys. I mean, they're just they're just great people, and Brody's a great driver, level-headed guy, and yeah. you know, oh. that, that's what it takes. And so he is a yeah, great. No, it's, it's yeah, he he's a, and he's a great interview. He's always just happy-go-lucky. You know, and if you're going to, even if he beats you, you know, you can't get angry. I mean, he, he beats you fair and square. I mean, come on. But, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah right? I mean, the, yeah. what are you going to say? <laughs> no, he's, I know, and I think that's a big big part of why I like working with the guys. I get a little bit high strung once in a while. Anybody that knows <laughs> me knows that Uh-oh. I'll Honest. get wound up. But uh, Brody's just cool, calm, collected. Yeah. I and mean, we ran Mojave, and we got I got upside down Friday, and. I was a little bit, you know, like we got to scramble. We got to get the thing back together. And yeah. Brody's just take it easy. Oh, He's nice cruising around. Yeah, you know, and uh, it'll that's, happen. That's, I, I need, I need that. Uh, I, you know, I don't need anybody else that's high strung. So I yeah. absolutely um, no, relate. I absolutely can relate yeah, to that. And I'm so glad I have the yin to my yang too yeah. out at the track. Well, you have to. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> well, yeah. and that's, and I think yeah. that's why Brittany and I do what we do. I mean. The highlight, I do six hours of radio. The highlight of my day is this hour because I get to talk to drivers like you, sponsors, owners. I mean, we get the little kids in here, and, geez, they just drive And the living legends. And are you into motorcycles at all? A little bit. You ever heard of a guy by the name of Lars Larson, motocross? He's sitting right here. He's sitting right next to me. Oh, wow. And he's 81 years old. Young, young and still races. Yes. May we all wow. race in our 80s. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like old Wally Pankratz. I mean, I yeah. know he just retired, but same kind of deal. Yeah. You yep. know what I like, Dave? I like when we interview somebody on uh, on a phone and I can hear them smiling. What did I say before I we that. started? Yep. What did I, I say? love it when I can hear them smiling. <laughs> I, I did. I yeah. said, folks, nailed it. get ready for this guy and he will yes. be smiling from the time he yes. comes on to the time he goes off. Congratulations. Yeah, awesome. very much so. Yeah. I, you know, thank that is you. just such good. And thank you for giving back to the community. Chills. Brittany's over here. I'm so here. happy for you. I She's got chills. goosebumps on top of goosebumps. All right. Well, yeah, hey. No, thanks a lot. Keep the rigging rigging, and uh, we'll keep send the rubber this. side down. Yeah, we'll. Now nah, he gave yeah. up on that. He gave up on rubber side down. <laughs> so we'll send the show yeah. to Scott. Scott will give it to you. You can uh, okay. put it, hang on to it, share it with the family. Thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate you having us on, and thanks for doing what you guys do for the sport as well. You know, it's nice. We got to get as uh, many people yep. abreast to what we're doing out here. So. Thanks a lot. All right. So you better go do a little Easter egg hunt with that little one or you're going to be in serious trouble, <laughs> yeah. brother. Oh, yeah. She's, she's eyeballing me over here. Yeah. Candy bar, so. Oh, there you go. All right, buddy. You take, take care, care and enjoy the rest of your right. week. And we look forward to talking to you down the road. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, yeah, we're going to uh, talk to this so old many motorcycle questions guy. Lined up this is old motorcycle guy. I don't know. Kind of reminds you of Burt Monroe. Right? Right. Right? Yeah, well. Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 
right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio. FM 961-1170. The answer. I have so many Wait questions. Wait a minute. i got to do the commercial. I know. I'm looking. Oh, the no. owner of Inland Rigging. Give me a break. I know. We just talked to him. Certified Car Clinic. If you have a car that needs to be worked on, whether it's your street car, drag car, race car, sand car, they have a dyno. So check these guys out. Go to CertifiedCarCare.net, CertifiedCarCare.net. So many questions. quick I did that? Thank you. Okay. So many questions. Lars can't hear us. Can't hear? Somebody turned you down? Off air, listeners, we were just talking about towing. How's that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, look, his ears are bleeding. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for doing that to him. And you said, hey, I could tow with my Mercedes. Uh, Lars, did you really, this was one of the questions I wrote, did you really buy a Mercedes-Benz taxi to tow a trailer around to races? 1959, the, <laughs> the first uh, diesel with the uh, overhead cam, That's and rad. it was a taxi, and I borrowed a thousand bucks from my mother, <laughs> and I don't know if I ever paid her back, hey! and, and uh, a trailer, and those, those seats in those cars, you could fold down. So that was my hotel. You know, you yeah. got you got. Oh, you lived in yeah. it. Oh yeah. In the evening, you fold it down. You put a, a pumped up a mattress yeah. and a sleeping bag, and and you had a little. Um, uh, what do you call those things? You could cook. Uh, oh yeah, a little stove. like a like a butane uh, yeah, camp exactly, stove. Yeah, exactly. So in the morning, I could have your cook coffee. My tea. tea. I had tea. Coffee was too strong for a sportsman. You know. Oh. Yeah, really. So, we so, got to be in shape. Yeah. Okay. So I could eat breakfast because i brought different things yeah. with me from sweden when so i traveled in europe and then in the evening i was very uh, you know i ate very good every day oh yeah no junk no no they well i, think they, they, I don't think they had the mcdonald's back in okay. those days yeah that's true too there was no mcdonald's <laughs> yeah, yeah you know it was me and flintstone yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what year did you start racing 1959 that's for the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the zero zeros, the teens, and now the 20s. Seven. All right, we'll get wait, your questions wait, in. Oh, so I appreciate this. Because you know me. I'll just rattle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, this I have two separate ones because I have two listeners um, calling. They're waiting. This one might get me in trouble. I even asked, are you going to get me in trouble? And he said, maybe. So I apologize. Who's it from? Marty Tripes. That's why. Oh. <laughs> That's why. You're in trouble. Uh, I'm the one that might get We might get. So ask him, what does fee found mean? Fee found. Uh, how do you say that in English? Oh. Well, it's like, damn it. You know, oh, okay. oh, is that, so that's yeah, what you yeah. say? Fee found. Yeah, fee that found. would Ooh. be from Marty Tripp. Uh, oh, fee found. No, yeah. no my, if I were to use that when I'm at school. You so won't get in will, trouble. It will translate like someone might know that, or is it more of a, a Lars Or is it a slang? No, is, is it, it a slang, or is it a real uh, word? No, it's, it's you know, it, it's when you... For example, if you get uh, you're eating in a restaurant and you you it's something tastes really bad. Oh, uh, free fun! Oh wait, I'm oh, never going to have that again. Say it again. <laughs> free fun. Free fun. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Marty. Now this next question comes from a regular listener, and the regular listener doesn't know this photo that I brought in. And you do not have to limit yourself to this. No pressure. I just wanted to bring this in. Um, It's from 1971. But the listener also asked, did you have a favorite teammate? No pressure. It doesn't have to be these teammates. But was there ever a standout teammate? It doesn't have to necessarily be best. 
No, they, they're all my... my they're I, all your teammates. I, I, my idols, uh, you know, Torsten Hallman, uh, four-time world champion mm -hmm. in motocross, and it was him and me and Brigida Berlin, the yeah. Swedish girl that worked for... Oh, Husqvarna. the secretary or yeah, paperwork. At, at, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. That uh, There was the three of us that started... Four, right? Uh, th well, it was called Torsten Hallman Racing yeah. back in the days. After we sold it, then they renamed it to Thor. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah you came Which over here. Which stands for Torsten Hallman uh -huh. Original Raceway. Yeah. So they pretty much kept yeah. it. But, yeah, you. But okay. all these guys, uh, Hawken Anderson, uh, on the left side here, and myself, I believe that both of us rode our first Grand Prix in England together. Oh, the really? first time. Wow. And then I went to America, and he. He kept on racing there and became the world champion. Well, he had to wait till you left. Finally, he's gone. This guy is a Yankee man. That's Gunnar Lindstrom. Mm -hmm. he, oh, he, I remember Gunnar Lindstrom. He, yeah, he, he came here and uh, he's still here, obviously. And, and his, his son, let's see now, is not the oldest. It's the second one. He got four kids before they got a TV. Uh, they uh, what? He, he got four kids before he got a TV. He he's uh, he, like he named team. one of his son uh, Lars. Oh. Uh, oh, did he really? Yeah, and he's the team manager for Honda uh, in the Supercross today. Uh, motocross, yeah. So hey. and and you know that's me. That's Bengt Abe. Arne Kring is still working. Uh, uh, Bengt Abe, unfortunately, passed away last year. Uh, Arne Kring has a, a big uh, bicycle ski store uh, selling motorcycles as well. Krister Hammargren and Torsten and Hakan wow. Andersen. So um, on our way here, we didn't ride here in silence. We did talk a little bit. Yes. You and did you, the radio <laughs> I know. I tried, I tried not to. Uh, oh, I still haven't told you my secret. There's so many things. Um, so I picked him. I didn't want to be late today picking him up. I said, I'll be there at 2.15. So you got there at and 9. No, well, basically, I didn't want to be late. So I could see I was rolling up almost at 2.07. So I went the street. I turned right the street before your street because my father was an enduro rider, and you don't burn a check. You don't get the checks early. So I went cruising around your neighborhood, and that's why I pulled Goodness. up right at 2.15. I couldn't. That's for a shout-out to you, Dad. I didn't want to burn the check when I was picking up Mr. Lars Larson today. So I wasn't going to tell him, and then I was like, oh, well. You're so funny. Yeah. But um, so on our way here, though, you said you were watching the motocross last night, and where are the sweets? Where are the sweets? That, that's something when I was sitting there watching it, you know, the evaluation of the motocross, the machinery, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. sport of supercross, which is totally different from regular motocross, so to speak, and and. Uh, how it has changed yeah. and among other things you know just looking at we you mentioned it i had a i bought an old taxi yeah a, a 1959 uh, mercedes and a little trailer where they had my motorcycles and and stuff like that and and now this huge trailer and god We've knows we talked about oh. that with hot tubs you i don't talk about yeah. living god in something god knows how many people you know they each rider has around Working him and, for and, them. And, and you know we were i mean i i remember one time i was out for seven weeks by myself started in poland 
and went through racing in in Spain, in France, in Belgium, and blah blah blah. Before I hit home, by yourself, uh, by myself. Isn't that crazy? And, and the only time I, I, uh, the night before the race, I stayed in a hotel so I could yeah. shower and stuff oh, like right. that. Yeah. Right, right. And, but yeah. otherwise, you stayed in the Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. So, Too I, bad you still didn't have that Mercedes. Wouldn't that be yeah. a? Trip? Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. that'd be in how many the miles? Museum? Did, how many I, miles I'm, did I'm, you put on it? I'm God knows. I'm. I'm <laughs> don't tell me you're gonna. No, I don't know. Are you if done? You got the pictures I with s- the trailer and the Mercedes. I, went, I saw it. I did see oh, it. Oh, you saw I, it. I think okay. you were topless or something. So I was like, I'm not going to make it 8 by 10 and hand that to Lars. You yeah. didn't have a shirt on. So where did you get these? <laughs> I did some research. Because you really liked it muddy, didn't you? You, If it was raining yeah, and some people might that's fear. It, that's in Houston uh, and... and uh, in that summer series on the titanium bike. Yeah? Yeah, winning that race. Let me I see love that. it because his that's jersey good, says Lars Larson on that's it. That's a good picture. Yeah, that you, you, sorry, the head got chopped off, though. Hey, um, you got the Marty Tripe stand-up yeah, thing going. That's so funny. Earlier today when I asked, do you feel like you were a part of the titanium movement eventually, I thought of Marty because yeah. he did the standing, right. or no, the pivoting. He moved. Well, he also something. stood. Yeah. I mean, he was the first but one he, to stand. He was second. I think he was emulating his hero. But I can't oh, okay. I want to know what's on your mind with that face. Oh, my gosh. It's over. Okay. I didn't even Schedule. get to your toughest. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.